This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of 1 John. you to notice a couple of things. The thief on the cross just agreed with God about his own sin. He just agreed with God. We deserve what we're getting here. We deserve to die. We deserve this punishment. Notice second, Jesus did not contradict him. Now see, you and me, we would have been tempted to say to this guy, man, it wasn't that bad. I mean, they shouldn't be doing this to you. This is horrible. They shouldn't be doing this. You don't deserve to be crucified. I mean, you stole some bread, but I mean, you don't deserve to die. As Jesus was dying on the cross, there were two men being crucified with him on either side. One of those criminals mocked the Lord, but the other was repentant and admitted his guilt. Pastor Robert teaches us that because the thief on the cross confessed and believed, he became a child of light and a child of God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part four of today's message in 1 John chapter 1. Adam and Eve in the garden in the beginning, they were flawless. How do I know that? Because he said this is very good. And it was. Briefly, briefly. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. The truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. Faithful, we understand what that means, right? If we confess our sins, he's faithful. You can count on it, he will do it. And just, why did he throw that in there? It's not arbitrary, Jesus paid for everything. So it's just, the minute you come into agreement with him about it, then the just thing for him to do, since it's already been paid for on the cross, is to deal with it for you. That's what he's saying. He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, this this is a prayer I encourage you to pray. I need you to cleanse me from that. This morning, I was praying that. I see this thing in my life that is, it's not yet been, and the word that's used there in in the Greek language is the word that we get our word um, catheter from. You know what a catheter is, right? Kind of drains nasty stuff out of your body. That's what it's for. Drain it out, cleanse it out. I need it washed out. I I need it gone. Please, God, I can't make this go away. Make it go away. Drain it out of me, cleanse it out of me. Verse 10, if we say that we've not sinned, we make him a liar. His word is not in us. Walking in the light means confessing our sins. And confessing our sins means more than just acknowledging you did it. Sometimes the 
doctrine or the ritual of confession can water things down. It's not enough to simply say, yeah, I did it. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go say my 20 Hail Marys and then start over. Tomorrow, I'm good to go. God says, no, you're not. You're playing games with your own mind, maybe, but you're not playing any games like that with me. Now, see, it means agreeing with God's assessment, coming into agreement with God, coming into that place of understanding that the reason this is sin, the reason this is not perfect for you or in you, it's corruption. It's pollution in your life. And when you come into agreement with him about it, this is a destructive thing. Well, then it's, it's no longer something you want to do. Anybody in here ever been out to a restaurant and you got something bad? You got home and started puking or maybe you didn't even make it home? Your body's cleansing itself of... Been tempted to go back, just, you know what, man, that was so good. All of a sudden, I'm hungry again. Can we go back and get some more of that? Of course not. How stupid, right? I mean, I remember going to a Chinese restaurant one time. I couldn't eat Chinese food for five years. Seriously, you know what I'm saying, right? Because the smell of that particular dish, and it was a dish that I had at one time enjoyed. But never again did I enjoy that dish in the same way. Why not? I still don't eat oysters. Because we had some at church one time. I'd been a Christian maybe six months. And our pastor, some guy in the church, it was, it was a, a family in the church from Louisiana. And they brought in like a truckload of crawfish and raw oysters. And we had a picnic there in the church parking lot in the afternoon. Man, we had a great time. I don't know how many of those things I ate. But they all came back up fairly quickly. I got one bad one, at least. You see what I'm saying? That was 30 years ago, and I do not eat oysters. You see what I'm saying? Why not? They're delicious. Oh, they tasted so good, at least on the way down. Now, on the way back up, they didn't taste so good. Are you tracking with me on this? I agree with the assessment that one bad oyster, it's not worth it. <laughs> it is not worth it. No way. You know, I, I must have eaten 50 oysters that day. Not worth it. When you agree with God's assessment about whatever it is that you're guilty of doing, that's confession. And if you confess your sin, he's faithful and he's just. He will forgive your sin and he will cleanse you inside. You'll wash it out. Let me give you another good example real quick. I'm, I'm, I'm wrapping it up here. Luke chapter 23, verse 39. Luke tells us one of the criminals who were hanged, who were crucified with Jesus, blasphemed him, saying, if you are the Christ, save yourself and us. But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, do you not even fear God? seeing you were under the same condemnation, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, assuredly, I say to you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Now I want you to notice a couple of things. The thief on the cross just agreed with God about his own sin. He just agreed with God. We deserve what we're getting here. 
We deserve to die. We deserve this punishment. Notice, second, Jesus did not contradict him. Now, see, you and me, we would have been tempted to say to this guy, oh, man, it wasn't that bad. I mean, they shouldn't be doing this to you. This is horrible. They shouldn't be doing this. You don't deserve to be crucified. I mean, you stole some bread, but I mean, you don't deserve to die. Jesus didn't contradict him. What did Jesus do? He forgave him. The very instant that the thief confessed his sin and agreed with God about his condition, God gave him new life by putting his own spirit inside him. He was immediately transferred and transformed from darkness to light. Immediately. See, this is why it's so important. If you find yourself being tempted to hide something or rationalize it or justify it, please don't let the enemy cheat you out of the joy that your Father in heaven wants you to have. Bring whatever it is into the light and acknowledge it as a destructive expression of darkness. Agree with God about your sin. And he'll wash it out. He'll, he'll wash it away from you. He'll free you from the hold that it has over you. See, the instant that we agree with God about whatever it is we're ashamed to admit, whatever it is we're tempted to, to cover up, the instant we bring it into the light, his love covers it and sets us free from it. The minute we do it, just like with the thief, you know, there, there may still be consequences to face, but you can face it with him. You can face it with God. That thief, the very instant that he came into agreement with God about his condition, the instant that he turned to Christ, Lord, you don't deserve this. I do, but you don't. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Instant that he did that, Jesus recreated him inside. He was no longer the man who deserved the punishment. He was a new creature, new creation in Christ Jesus. The night that I became a Christian, I didn't know what was happening. I wasn't, I wasn't in a church. I was alone in my car, drunk. And I didn't, I didn't have a physical encounter like the thief on the cross, but it was just as personal and just as real. In that moment, I didn't think about or understand the things that I needed to set aside. The only thing that Jesus confronted me with was that I was living in darkness and that if I would trust him, he would lead me into the light. so much for joining us today. We are so excited. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He's doing. And we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. 
Now here's Tracy with some more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.